Hi guys, how is everybody doing? It's been a little minute since I last spoke to you. I'm trying to think what my last podcast was about, obviously about grief and everything surrounding it. But I mean, I think I'd climbed Snowdon and I was on a bit of a high and a buzz. And um, yeah, I, I, I was on a complete high. I'd kind of run away in the motorhome and gone and climbed Snowdon on my own. And then I'd gone to meet Rowan, the guy that I'm seeing and had a good few days near him. I camped up there. And since then, I've, um, things have changed quite a bit, to be honest. And I guess what I want to talk about today is how messy grief is and how, I guess, if I didn't talk about the downside of my life and I'm portraying the good stuff on my Instagram or my Facebook, that really nobody's seeing the real true side of grief because I have had I'm seeing a guy called Rowan I've been seeing him or chatting to him since August and things are going really really well he's absolutely lovely I'm not going to talk too much about that apart from the yin and the yang and the whole upside downside of everything that I talked about before that you have this chance of happiness laughter love having fun again but there is a flip side to that you know, and whilst I post all of the stuff that Rowan and I have been doing, you know, we've we've actually just spent six days away together in Aggie with the cat in the middle of a field and had the best time. We just have explored, we've been out on the bikes, we've been walking and climbing, we've climbed Penny Fan with a couple of his colleagues and friends, and it just has been really lovely. And but prior to going away. I'd climbed Snowdon just to backtrack a little bit and I was on a bit of a high because I'd done that and obviously then I'd gone to meet Rowan and then I came home after a few days of being away and coming home, I came home to no hot water and as childish as this sounds, but I need to be honest and own this shit, just having no hot water, <laughs> I can laugh about it now, caused me to have the biggest hissy fit and meltdown that I've had in a long time. I am very aware, I've given up smoking, I've come, on, I've come off antidepressants and I'm doing really well in all of those areas, but I'm also very aware that it doesn't take a lot to flick my switch. So coming home after climbing a mountain, blah, 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 all I wanted was a bloody bath, a fucking hot bath. Is that so much to ask? And of course it wasn't there. And it made me hate my house. I mean, I'm not... I'm, I'm not loving the house anyway. I've got the most beautiful property that I live in. I am very fortunate, but that doesn't mean to say all the riches in the world are going to make you happy. It, it's not. It's about how you feel or where you feel at home. And so coming home to that, I was like, Meh. I, I completely lost it. Poor Louise, my other friend, my weird friend, thank God, who just gets it and understands me. I had a complete childish tantrum screaming and crying down the phone to her I'm fucking gonna burn a fucking house down I don't want to be here anymore and it's like I'd literally only just walked in the door so that's a side of grief that nobody else will see because I, I chose to share that with Lou because she was my safe space at the time and I can obviously try and articulate what happened there afterwards I couldn't have done it at the time but they're the bits that people don't see you know, whilst I'm showing all these wonderful photographs of me traveling and doing this and I'm doing this and everyone's like, you're so adventurous. And I'm thinking, I am adventurous, 
but I'm doing it for a reason because I'm fucking still running away. I'm still running away from the reality of what hits me when I'm home. And that, that's the God's honest truth of it, you know. So I had these great days away with Rowan and then we climbed Penny Fan, came back. I don't even know when I came back. I can't even, like, time is just kind of all bleeding into one. I had one night at home and I think my son-in-law had come and tried to fix the heating, which it gave me a lukewarm bath. Uh, but that was it. But that's all, again, that was all I wanted. And I was just like, keep it together, Jan. Don't let this, you, you know, flip your switch again that you're going to go the complete opposite way. Um, and I think another reason for wanting to talk about this now is because of the amount of messages I've got from people. I am quite prolific in sharing photographs. I, I love to share my photographs of whatever I do. And not only for other people to see, but they're for my memory. They're for me to log in fact, when I put photos on Instagram, Facebook, um, whatever, they're in more of an order than I will ever find them on my phone. I think I tell a lot of people, I'm going to open it up and tell you. On my phone, I do have a rather large memory, but I've got 36,945 photographs, not in any order. As in their date order, but I don't put them in any albums or anything. So trying to find anything on there is a nightmare. I get repetitive strain injury just trying to scroll back and scroll back. So actually, Instagram for me is a way of um, putting my photographs in some form of albums, and then I can go, oh, that's when that happened, or that's when, you know. So they're memories for me to look at. But of course, all that people can see lately, and it, and it is really nice, don't get me wrong, to hear especially my really close friends saying, Jan, you've got a sparkle back in your eye. Jan, you, you know, you've um you look happy again and i'm like i know and i am don't get me wrong whatever is going on in my happy part of my life yes i am but i'm still grieving my husband you know so i don't know how else to show that okay so today today's been okay i got up and i rode the longest bike ride i've ever ridden especially on my own unmotivated like i'm unmotivated by louise i should say I normally do a very long bike ride with her because she'll kind of whip my ass and it's great to have a little bit of kind of, yeah, I can do this if Lou's doing it. But this morning, I, I, I didn't drink last night and it's the first time in a long time I didn't drink. I am right now, by the way, so cheers. Anyway, I didn't drink last night for the first time in a long time and I couldn't sleep. Well, I did sleep for two hour periods and then I woke up and then I went to sleep so at five o'clock this morning I decided to give up and get up so I went sod this get up I've got all my cycling gear on by half five and I'm looking outside thinking it's wet it's pitch black I'm not that brightly you know I'm not that what's the word luminescent I haven't my lights aren't great and I, I know today that I need to um, buy some stronger powered lights that flash and stuff I have got lights by the way and I do have reflective gear but I think I need to up that game if I'm going to be cycling in the pitch black in the morning because that's when I like to do stuff. But yeah, this morning I did a 34 mile bike ride and came back and didn't have any hot water again. And you know, in my head, I'm just going, oh my God, I wanna blow, I wanna blow. And then I'm like, turn the immersion on, Jan, let's just see. And then I kind of, I, had, I got contacted my friend's husband who's a plumber and he's gonna come out tomorrow night. And really that's all I need to do, I know that. But I think what it does when you get these hurdles, I guess that's what they are. They're hurdles in life that I never, ever used to have to deal with. So whilst I'm having a great time with Rowan and kind of, yay, I can be happy again and I can have fun and do this. You come home and you go, oh, fuck, 
Howard's still not here because he would have dealt with that and I don't want to deal with it. And I know I can. I'm very capable of dealing with said things. I don't want to. And that's the childish bit in me. And I have to. Rowan's even said, you know, it's time to own own it, Joan. I'm like, yeah, I know. But I know I have to. So, yes, I'm trying. Today I phoned my friend's husband who is going to come tomorrow and have a look at the heating and the, the hot water and see if he can suss it out for me. And I'm again, I'm fortunate. I've got, I've got a shower in Aggie on the driveway. I can always go out there and have a shower. It's not like I don't have anything else to do. I just don't want to. But there you go. So... Also, so today I did the 34-mile bike ride, really chuffed with myself, cold shower, whatever. I've been to get my nails done. I've been to see the girls. I haven't seen my grandchildren for a while, so it was really lovely to catch up with them and my daughter. And then I decided I haven't been to my husband's grave for a while, so I decided to <laughs> buy some... Well, I didn't decide, actually. It kind of decided me because I was at my daughter's in Sonning Common and my husband's graveside is only a 13-minute drive from her, which is further away from me. Yeah. I went to the shop to pick up some bits for the kids and ended up picking up a bunch of roses like before I even knew it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to the grave then. And I haven't been for a while. Like I think I talked about, you know, I think I haven't been really been speaking to Harry because I'm angry that he's dead. And <laughs> so I kind of said to Chelsea, I'm going to leave soon because I, I realise I haven't been to the grave and I'm going to go up there. And I'm feeling okay. And, you know, absolutely fine. Again, had a good day. The endorphins were good. Got in the car, song comes on, Howard's song, absolutely break my heart all the way to the grave. I've cried all the way there. And the second song that came on was another song that is more Rowan. And it really made me laugh. So I'm, I think I'm just manic. I've gone from crying to actually laughing then because, you know, one of Howard's favourite songs came on and then something that me and Rowan listened to came on and it kind of made me go, okay, that that's kind of funny now. But yeah, so I just kind of want to say, I guess to anyone that's listening to this that isn't bereaved I guess it's fucking messy you know I can't dictate when I'm gonna break down and cry I can't dictate when I'm gonna have a hissy fit or have a complete childish tantrum and throw my toys out the pram because that is what I did last weekend um but I also can't predict anything other than just trying to be okay and I think that's what I do on a daily basis. I just try to be okay. And I think working on myself by cycling or walking or climbing mountains, you know, climbing Penny Fan, which I've done before on my own and climbing it with three very fit people, by the way, Rowan and his two friends. Um, Ali is a, a, a partner runner of, of Rowan's and Kelly. They're all very fit. So they were kind of bouncing up this mountain and I was nearly, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I was like, you did it in what, 45 minutes? I think it took me two and a half hours last time. I'm not going to lie. And we did it in just over an hour. I was like, that's because I held them back because I couldn't breathe half the time. But I did it. But I, I do realise when, you, when you're with somebody else and you're doing something, it really pushes you to do better. Do you know what I mean? So where I've always been comfortable at doing things at my own pace, doing it with somebody else that's slightly fitter actually pushes you to want to be better. So that... That was a positive, actually, climbing Penny Fan. It was it was good, but when we got to the top, it was bloody freezing, but the views were amazing, so yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, that was it. I just wanted to basically say it's messy, and I think, you know, you can all look at my pictures and go, yes, yes, I am happy on the outside. I have found somebody that is making me smile no end on a daily basis, and I am really grateful for that. 
but it doesn't take away that my husband isn't here. It doesn't take away that the person that I chose to spend the rest of my life with isn't. So I'm going to get this highs and lows. I'm going to get a high and then I'm going to crash. And, you know, I've just got to learn to... I think in the car when I started crying today, I was like, oh, not again, Janine. In my head, I'm thinking, why are you going to cry now? You've had a good time. And I'm like, nope. According to all of the books, embrace this. Be okay with it. So I thought, okay, let myself have a little cry. And then, of course, I laughed at the next song. So, yeah, grief is not pretty. Grief is not what anybody expects unless you've been there. It's chaotic fucking mess which messes with your head on every level in every sense but on the whole am i okay yes am i living yes am i grasping life by the balls absolutely and that's what i'm going to keep doing even if i have my wobbles so that's my message today messy fucking grief but hey ho it is what it is i hope you're all really well healthy and happy chat to you again soon bye for now